0: WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. Download the free local news app today in the newsroom. I'm Andrew Green. Thousands of auto workers will be watching this week as big three contract talks with the United Auto Workers Union begin. The contracts don't expire until September, but Stellantis executives will sit down with UAW negotiators starting Thursday. Ford and GM will follow. So what can we expect? Michigan News Network's Jeff Gilbert says the shift to EVs could lead to uncharted waters in contract talks. The union has been preparing members for a possible strike, but it's not the strike itself that's the issue, says Berkeley labor expert Harley Shaken. It's the shape such a strike would take. If it's a week, it would be disruptive. If it's a month, it would be damaging. Uh, If it's several months, we get into uncharted territory. The union wants to win back things given up in previous contracts. Carmakers say they need to remain competitive. Jeff Gilbert, the Michigan News Network. Firefighters were able to limit damage to a vacant school in Benton Township on Sunday. The Benton Township Fire Department and Benton Harbor Department of Public Safety responded to the former Fair Plain Northeast Elementary in the 400 block of Donald Atkins Drive. Benton Harbor Public Safety says this is the sixth working structure fire it's responded to since the 4th of July. The two departments ask anyone with information on suspicious fires to contact them. The Region 4 Area Agency on Aging is welcoming the FDA's approval of a drug to treat Alzheimer's disease. Spokesperson Alexandra Newman tells us the agency last week approved leqembi, which has been shown to slow the disease makes it possible. It gives some some hope to folks who are diagnosed with Alzheimer's or that maybe has a family history of Alzheimer's, that they have some hope that they can live a little bit longer and live a life that's a little bit more meaningful and impactful and independent. LaQuembe has been shown to slow cognitive decline by 27 percent with 18 months of treatment. Newman says the Area Agency on Aging works with many people who suffer from dementia, launching a dementia-friendly communities movement in 2022. She says to have a dementia-friendly community, people have to be willing to talk about dementia. It's almost a dirty word. People are, you know, nervous about what that means, and they call people with dementia crazy, and really, they're just people like us that, that have a disease, and we should be caring and supportive of those folks. Newman says the Area Agency on Aging has several programs for those experiencing dementia and their loved ones. Another bright spot about the approval of the new drug is that it's expected to be covered by Medicare. It's a 2,400-mile bike ride across Michigan for a good cause. Michigan Legislative Consultants President Tim Ward started the ride in Detroit today and will pedal across the entire Lower Peninsula and Upper Peninsula to raise awareness and generate donations for Chance for Life, a nonprofit that supports people being released from prison. Well, their core members have a recidivism rate of only um, 6%, and those are just technical violations. There's an international group called Leaders Class that has uh, been so impressed with the program over the years. They've brought Uh, people from uh, major corporations in to learn how uh, Chance for Life teaches conflict resolution and mediation. The ride started today. and ends back in Detroit, August 3rd. Ward says he'll be stopping along the way to meet with lawmakers about the need to help released convicts get back on their feet. The second Adopt-a-Highway Cleanup of the Year in Michigan will begin this weekend. Michigan Department of Transportation spokesperson Dan Weingarten tells us Adopt-a-Highway enables community groups of all kinds to sign up to be responsible for picking up trash along a section of State Road. More than 2,900 groups will be cleaning up more than 6,000 miles of road starting Saturday. So did the program slow down during COVID? We still have 2,900 groups around the state that are participating in the program. So it's held roughly steady. Some parts of the state we have waiting lists for groups that want to get segments of highway to adopt. And then there still are some areas, uh, usually the more rural areas or further away from towns and cities where we have trouble finding groups. Weingarten says the volunteers collect around 60,000 bags of trash each year, representing about $5 million of work. He says MDOT doesn't have that in its budget. Drivers are advised to watch out for volunteers starting this Saturday. They'll be wearing vests. You can find out more about signing up a group of your own at michigan.gov slash adopt a highway. Work has started on a $5.4 million project on U.S. 12 and M60 in Berrien and Cass Counties. Governor Gretchen Whitmer put a spotlight on the work today with an announcement about projects in seven counties. The project on U.S. 12 and M60 in Berrien and Cass will be between M139 and Leet Road. It will include pavement patching and milling and resurfacing asphalt pavement. Drivers should expect single lane closures and occasional total closures with detours posted. The work started Monday and is expected to run through October 20th. State Representative Joey Andrews says the project is a step toward, quote, rebuilding and revitalizing Berrien County. And he says he's proud to be a part of it prime day which is amazon's annual deal event will be tomorrow and wednesday retail giant amazon has made promises to be more environmentally friendly with its deliveries but a new consumers reports test has found amazon doesn't always deliver on those pledges 200 amazon prime members ordered several items at once and requested they be delivered together but more than 20 percent of those orders were still delivered in separate packages Consumer Reports analyst Dylan Jaff says most Amazon customers were willing to sacrifice speed for the sake of the environment. What we have found is that more than 80% of Amazon shoppers are willing to wait longer for their products if it means coming in greener, um, more environmentally friendly ways. So that, that goes from the types of truck they're delivered, the type of packaging and the efficiency in packaging the way they're delivered. E-commerce deliveries in the U.S. emit more than 4 million metric tons of carbon dioxide. That's an equivalent to emissions from the electricity needed to power 800,000 homes. And if you get nervous around big trucks out on the highway, the Michigan State Police Commercial Vehicle Enforcement Division will have increased enforcement going on during this Operation Safe Driver Week. Here's MSP Lieutenant Dave Haynes. We're out going to be patrolling along with every state in the U.S., uh, every providence in Canada. In Mexico looking, you know, this one week uh, collectively for driver behavior violations. Haynes says when there's a commercial vehicle crash 94% of the time it's because of driver behavior. He says last year 101 tickets were issued as part of the enforcement week. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News and now continues brought to you by Imperial Furniture into Wozniak, where furniture shopping is fun. After a day of meetings in the UK, President Biden arrived tonight in Lithuania for a summit with NATO leaders. ABC's Karen Travers has more. President Biden will spend two days at the NATO summit in Lithuania, where the focus will be on the military alliance support for Ukraine in its war against Russia. The White House says the gathering is another opportunity for the president to solidify, strengthen and give momentum to the strong united alliance that has worked together to stand up to Russian aggression. Looming over the summit, Sweden's application for membership into NATO, which is stalled due to objections by Turkey. President Biden spoke by phone to Turkey's President Erdogan on Sunday and conveyed his desire to welcome from Sweden into NATO as soon as possible. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. And the NATO Secretary General says Turkey's President Erdogan has agreed to send a Sweden's NATO accession protocol to the Turkish parliament as soon as possible. He made the announcement after talks with Erdogan and the Swedish Prime Minister on the eve of the NATO summit in Lithuania. Sweden's NATO accession has been held up by objections from Turkey since last year. Earlier today, Erdogan said his country might approve Sweden's membership in NATO if European Union nations open the way to Turkey's bid to join the EU. It was the first time he linked his country's ambition to join the EU with Sweden's efforts to become a NATO member. The White House continues to face questions about President Biden's decision to send cluster munitions to Ukraine amid its war with Russia. ABC's Ike Ejiochi has more. More than 120 countries have said they won't use or make cluster munitions. U.S. allies like Germany, Spain, and the U.K. have reiterated they won't provide such weapons to Ukraine, even though the United States is. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says he's heard nothing questioning support from allies. We have heard nothing from people saying This casts doubt on our commitment, this casts doubt on coalition unity, or this casts doubt on our belief that the United States is playing a vital and positive role as leader of this coalition. Ike Jachi, ABC News, Washington. The Kremlin says mercenary chief Yevgeny Prigozhin's commanders met with Russian President Vladimir Putin five days after staging a short lived rebellion. Kremlin officials say the commanders pledged loyalty to the Russian government. The announcement today about the meeting in Moscow is the latest twist in a baffling episode that's raised questions about the power and influence held by both men. A Kremlin spokesperson said the three-hour meeting took place June 29th. It involved not not only Prigozhin, but commanders from his Wagner Group military contractor. Putin gave an assessment of Wagner's actions on the battlefield in Ukraine and of the revolt itself. The top prosecutor overseeing the Hunter Biden investigation is responding to claims made by an anonymous IRS whistleblower. Here's ABC's Andy Field from Washington. The whistleblower testified to Congress under oath that the Biden Justice Department had denied Trump-appointed U.S. Attorney David Weiss his request to become a special prosecutor in the Hunter Biden investigation. Now Weiss says that's false but no one in justice told him who to prosecute or charge. Weiss did say he had talks about becoming a special attorney who could file charges outside his own district and was told he could have that power if he needs it. Disgraced sports doctor Larry Nasser has been stabbed multiple times during an altercation with another inmate at a federal prison in Florida. Nasser is serving decades in prison after admitting to sexually assaulting athletes at Michigan State University and at Indianapolis-based USA Gymnastics, including Olympic medalists. Two people familiar with Nasser's stabbing told the Associated Press the attack happened Sunday at United States Penitentiary Coleman. The people say Nasser is in stable condition. One of the people says Nasser was stabbed in the back and the chest, that they were not authorized to publicly discuss details of the attack, and spoke to the AP on the condition of anonymity. There have been a couple additional incidents of airline travelers behaving badly, more from maybe Derek Dennis. A United flight from Houston to Amsterdam Sunday night had to dump fuel circle over Michigan and divert to Chicago after what was described as a passenger disturbance. It landed at Chicago O'Hare, with law enforcement meeting the plane at the gate and escorting the traveler off and into custody. Another incident same night, a man wanted on outstanding warrants allegedly opened an emergency exit door just as a Sun Country flight landed at Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport from Orlando. Police suspect he knew they were waiting for him and tried to get away running across the tarmac and hiding in an airline food service truck. Workers found him about 25 minutes later and yep, police arrested him. Derek Dennis, ABC News. Lethal flooding has simultaneously hit India, Japan, China, Turkey and the US Northeast. Scientists have long warned that more extreme rainfall is expected in a warming world. Climate pollutants, mainly carbon dioxide and methane, hold more heat in the atmosphere and a warmer atmosphere holds more moisture. That results in storms dumping more precipitation with sometimes deadly outcomes. And so long Indiana Jones We've got a new number one movie ABC's Christopher Watson has the weekend box office numbers Those are not dreams Insidious The Red Doors, the new number one movie The latest installment in the horror franchise Opened with a better than expected 32.6 million bucks Back. Bad news for Indiana Jones and in the dial of destiny, which slid to Second with just 26.5 million In week two, a nearly 60% Drop in ticket sales Let's find your birth mother The raunchy road trip comedy Joyride stalls with a Sixth place, $5.85 million opening. Christopher Watson, ABC News. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.